Amen. We handed out some uh, bookmarkers here. And it's, in the, it's all going to be preaching on tonight, this morning on I am because he is. Somebody say, I am because he is. You see, one of the things that I love that God always explains who he is. Jesus identifies who he is. And when we find out who he is, we find out who we are. Come on, somebody. When you find out who he is, you find out who you are. And so, so I'm going to lay out this morning, if I can, on who he is. So we can understand who he is, we're going to understand who we are. Come on, somebody. Amen. And, and, and so I'm excited because there's a lot of things that we're going to be doing this month. And I really feel if you can grab a hold of your identity, grab a hold of how Jesus views you and how you should view yourself, you will change the way you think about yourself. You will change the way you do things and you will understand that, that Jesus, amen, loves us and he cares about us. And he wants us to empower us because he wants us to know who you are. Come on, somebody. Somebody say, I am a child of God. And there's so many things that we're going to be laying out. But if you have your Bible, turn with me to John chapter 6. John chapter 6, verse 35. The Bible says this. And Jesus says to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. Wow. And he who believes in me shall never what? Thirst. Father, we want to thank you this morning for your presence that's in this place. I want to thank you for everything that you're doing, God, that you have done, oh God. But we are moving into this new year, God, believing and trusting, oh God. We are coming to this new year, Father God, knowing who we are. Not being deceived, not being lied to, not being manipulated, God, but trusting your word, Father. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. amen. See, one of the things that I love about Jesus, Jesus is comparing himself to a lot of things. And he's comparing us to these things so that we can have a better understanding of who he is and a better understanding of what he does. He's laying out his characteristics. He's laying out his personality and he's laying out how powerful and how great he is and how it affects our life. He says these words here in John and in John chapter six, verse 35, he says, I am the bread of life. See, back in those days, bread was very important. Bread gave life. Bread satisfied hunger. They, they, they broke bread. And I remember when we were in the home when I first got saved, they would say, break bread. Every time you had something, you, you, somebody opened a, piece, a, a, a box of candy, break bread. Somebody opened a bag of chips, break bread. Or somebody was eating their food and didn't finish it, break bread. And it, it, was, it was because whether there was hunger, there was a hunger that needed to be satisfied. And Jesus is saying, I am the bread or I am the word of life. I am the word of God, and I'll satisfy the hunger that you have. Come on, somebody. He says, you, you, you got to understand. He says, I'll satisfy your hunger. This is greater than anything you ever ate, anything you ever tasted. He said, my word will satisfy you. See, when we don't got the word of God in us, and we are not eating the word of God, we, are, we, are, we begin to have hunger for the wrong things and the wrong stuff. Now, I want to listen carefully to the scripture. It says, I am the bread of life. 
the one who comes to me will never go hungry. See, you and I, we have the word of God, we have the Bible, we have scriptures. Amen. Now we have the internet where you can just Google anything now. And it's there. But the Bible, he's saying you have it, but unless you come and open it and break bread. Someone say break bread. Unless you break bread, unless you open it up, partake in it. Allow it to speak into your life and speak into your marriage and, and speak into that weird desire or their weird fashion in your mind. He said that word will become to put those things in order. That word will come and cause you to cease and to behave. Oh, you don't hear me though. How many ever read your word and it rebuked you? Have you ever heard a scripture quoted somewhere like, oh my God. I remember me and my wife, we, were, we, 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 were, we had just got married and about one, two years married and, and we were arguing in the car and we were, I don't know what was going on, but all of a sudden behind a diesel, because diesels have scriptures. I don't know if you've ever been behind a diesel, but that diesel passed by and it rebuked us. <laughs> I remember when we got sent out to go pastor. And, and my wife, we went to go look at the church when we first started. And we and I were like 14 years ago, and we went and, and to look at the building. And my wife was like, she didn't want to go. She said, I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. And we looked at the floor. And the scripture on the floor, and why we say with God all things are possible, because that was the scripture that was on the floor. She was like, okay now. Because the word, someone say the word. The word will bring life. The word will satisfy. The word will quench your hunger. People tell me, well, man, I'm hungry for God. Well, read your word. Well, Pastor, I feel like I'm not doing nothing. Well, read your word. Pastor, I feel like I could be doing more. Well, read your word, and you'll begin to satisfy, listen carefully, that hunger inside you that'll cause you to get more involved. Come on, somebody. Amen. So know this. Jesus is saying, I am the bread. I am the word. I am the word. To find out who we are, we need to know who he is, okay? So someone say, he's the word. He's the word. And we have to come to him, church. We have to, someone say, break bread. We need to break bread. I love what he says here. He says, and the one who believes in me will never be thirsty. Wow. He says, if you believe in my word, now you got you to catch this. You got you to catch this, man. I love this. Oh, man. He said, let's break the bread. He says, I'll take away your hunger. He said, but I know a lot of you guys are still a little weird. <laughs> but how many ever ate their food and was thirsty? You ate your food and you were thirsty. He said, because hunger and thirst here come hand in hand. And sometimes that thirst can, can quench or satisfy what you just ate. How many ate a good meal and then you drink something like, oh. Or you ate a good meal and when you drink something, ah, I killed it. Jesus is saying, look it, let's break my word. I am the word. You come to me. He says, I'm going to take away that hunger. I'm going to take away that hunger. He goes, but if you believe in me, he goes, I'm also going to quench that thirst. Because I'm going to sometimes, we, we thirst for the wrong things. 
Your flesh has a way of thirsting for the wrong things. Your flesh has a way. He said, no, no, no. He goes, listen, he goes, if you continue to drink of that drug or continue to drink of that girl or that guy, you think it's not going to satisfy you the way Jesus satisfied you. He will satisfy you and quench that thirst and quench that hunger because Jesus, he's the bread of life. He's like the Hawaiian bread. It's good. Or that potato bread. It's good. He's saying, I am the word, and I'm the one that can quench your hunger. I'm the one that can quench your thirst. Wow, come on, somebody. That's what I'm talking about, amen? mm. Let's look at the second scripture. Let's jump to the second scripture. John chapter 8, verse 12. John 8, 12. Then Jesus spoke out again. I am the light of the world. Wow. Not the light to the just the Christians, but someone say to the world. Wow, a light to the world. The one who follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You, you got to understand what's taking place here. Jesus is saying, I am the right path. <laughs> if you know anything about, about the light, the light scares away the cucarachas, the cockroaches. And, and so he, he's saying, I am the light of this world. He goes, I am the right path in this world. It's not in Buddha. Hello, somebody. It's not in Muhammad and all this weird stuff. It's in Jesus Christ. It's in Jesus Christ. It's in Jesus Christ. He said, I am the light. You got to catch what I'm going to go with. This is going to hit you because I am the right path. The one who follows me will never walk in darkness. Now, you got to catch this. When we start walking in the wrong way, it's because we are not walking in the right path. How many ever started walking right before God? You, you came to church. You started doing right. You started walking in the light. You started changing your, even no matter how, how bad you were, you started changing your, your demeanor changed, your, your smile changed. Even, even you didn't care about that one tooth you had. Hey. <laughs> you were just, I got this. You were happy. You were like, yes. And, and, and all of a sudden, you took the wrong path. You jumped out of the path of light into the path of darkness. He's saying, I'm the path of life, not the path of darkness. You with me? When we start walking the path of darkness again, it's because we're making wrong choices. We're making bad choices. We're not choosing life. You know what we're choosing? We're choosing death. We're choosing to go back into our own nature, our own self. He said, I am the light. I am the one that can brighten up your day. I'm the one that can bring life and light into your marriage. Light into your children, light into your situation. Where there is darkness, come on. He says, I am the light. I am the right path. Somebody say, I'm the right path. Jesus saying, I am the right path. You were, we were yesterday at a, at a um, what do you call those? Uh, 
vigil. And we went to the, the pastor called me and, and his niece had, 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 uh, had got shot, one of the ones that got shot out there in San Jacinto. And we did the worship team went, the men, women's home went, some people at the church we went. And uh, they, had me, they had me sit there and he, they were talking. He told me, he goes, I want you to do an altar call. Yes, sir. I won't, I'll let them know Jesus loves them. I'll let them know Jesus loves them. His grace and mercy is sufficient. Went there, the altar call, the, the sisters came, the nieces, the cousins, the family, and people were broken. People got touched. Because why? Because when there was darkness, God shed light. Come on, somebody. When there was something horrific, something just horrific, a light was shined. People got touched. Lives would change. Jesus is the light into this dark world. Very simple, church. But we forget this. We forget that the light makes darkness disappear. Come on, somebody. When we turn the lights on, darkness disappears. But when we turn the lights off, darkness takes over. Jesus said, I'm the light. Somebody say, Jesus. He's the light. Mm. The one who follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Mm. Come on, somebody. Amen. Have you noticed there's something different about you? People say, man, look at my God. Look at my God. You act different. You, 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 you act different. You look different. Because you have been partaking of the word. And you're walking in the light. Amen. Stuff begins to change about you. Let's go to John chapter 10 verse 9. John chapter 10 verse 9. John 10 verse 9 says this. I am the door. Wow. If anyone enters through me. He will. He will. He will be what? Saved. See, come on, somebody. Jesus said, I'm, I'm the door. I'm the door. Now, listen closely to what I'm saying. He says, I'm the transition point from death to life. He says, I am a transitioner. I will transition you from drowning, from going to the pits of hell, from depression, from suicide, from hurt, from pain, from agony, all this demonic powers and junk. He said, if you open up the door and you walk in, he says, and you believe, you'll be saved. How, how many walk through that door? How, how many here walk through that door? Come on. How many have been walking through that door? He's telling us straight out, I am the savior. I am the savior of this world. I am the savior for the hurting I am the door that transitions you out of whatever you're in. See, there's a door right here. See this door right here? And this door is transitioning me from this location into out there. He's saying, let me transition you from whatever you're in, wherever you're at, whatever is taking place. Let me transition you to salvation, to deliverance, to being set free, to a victorious life. See, we have to understand, uh, are we just at the door? Or are we knocking on the door? Or are we walking through the door? He says, if anyone enters through me, 
He will be saved, guys. And will come in. <laughs> Some say come in. Oh, man, that, that's, he says, man, he says, you're going to come in. I, I, love, I love this part right here because it's very important. He says, we'll come in and go out and find pasture. It's where you go and it's green and where, where animals go and, and they, they feed off of them. They get nurtured and they stay strong. He's saying, I'm going to allow you to come in, regain strength. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to feed you. I have everything that you need for you. The world doesn't have it, but I have it. Come on, somebody. The world don't have the answers. Jesus has the answer. He has the answers to whatever's going wrong right now or whatever doesn't make sense. He's the answer to whatever we're going through. But we have to be willing to go for that change, that transition. So he's the bread alive. He's the right path. He's the transitioner. Look at John chapter 10, verse 11. John chapter 10, verse 11. He says, I am the good. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. See, Jesus seen a lot of bad shepherds. He's seen Pharisees, Sadducees. He's seen all these weird people, all these weird things. And he's seen, listen carefully, that they weren't doing what they should have been doing. And he's saying, I'm a good shepherd. He's saying, I'm a good shepherd. And he relates himself to good, to not being evil. He said, I'm not an evil one. He goes, I know what evil looks like. He said, I'm a good shepherd. I'm so good. He goes, I lay my life down for you. Come on, somebody. He said, I lay my life down for you. That's how much Jesus cares about us. That's how much the father said, this is my son. And this is who he is. And this is what he's doing and this is what's taking place. He said, because I want you to know, he says, when you find out who he is, you find out who you are. You find out what you're eligible to function in. You find out what you can allow yourself to, to listen to, to saturate in, to marinate in. A lot of us have been marinating the wrong stuff. How many marinating the wrong thing before and the bad stuff came out of your mouth? You know. Don't act too holy. You know who you are. <laughs> he's, the, he's, the other word, he's saying, I'm the, he's a good leader. He's leading us not to evil, not to hurt us. He's not leading us to go drink some Kool-Aid. Hello, somebody. Some of you might know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but he's leading us to life, to eternal life. He's leading us, come on, somebody, to peace. He's leading us, amen, to all these great things. Because he's a good shepherd, guys. He's a good shepherd. A shepherd is one who oversees a flock. He's one who oversees a flock. And, and listen carefully. Even though how bad the sheep do things, he's still a good shepherd. The sheep, amen, when they're out there, they, they drop a lot of hello. And it's all over the place. And then they get fleas on them. Bunch of... Moscas and you know and and garrapatas and all that crazy stuff. I say ticks in English and all, all they, they and they get all these fleas. 
This is what I'm saying. And the shepherd goes and anoints him so they can get the fleas can fall off them. He goes there and he takes care of them. He, he cuts their wool off them. There was a video, I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook a couple months ago, a, a, a sheep that escaped, that, that, was, that disappeared for a long time, and they found him. And he was, you know, he was, it wasn't his body, it was his hair. His wool, couldn't see his face, couldn't hear, couldn't even move. That's where the shepherd comes in. The good shepherd goes in and says, you know what, you're wrong. That's not right. Come on, somebody. The good shepherd deals, cleans it, cleans it up. But the sheep, doesn't, he thinks he's fine. He's, he can't even go to the restroom because all the hair is all over the place. Can't even see because the hair, is, the wool is growing all over him. Can't even hear because it's growing so bad. He's all wild. However, I know I came into church like that. But some of us, we come into church like that and we get all cleaned up. We're all good now and hallelujah. We can jump and shout and all of a sudden we, we oh, what happened to you? You were straight and, 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 and you came back in and you, like, you think nothing's wrong with you. And the good shepherd says, mijo, it's okay. Come here. He says, mijo, it's okay. It's going to be all right. My mercy and grace is sufficient for you. Zoom. 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 You're going to be all right. Zoom. Jesus loves you. Zoom. See, a good leader will make you do things you don't want to do and enjoy it. Jesus was a good leader. He made, these, he made his disciples, like yesterday, I know my worship team didn't want to be out there all day. But I say, hey, guys, let's go there. Come on. I pushed them. They're all there, all great and happy. They did a great job. They did a great job. I'm telling you, they, 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 they caused a great anointing there, a great spirit. And, and it just, it was, there was so much hurt and pain because of them there being there and, and the spirit of God and then just ushering the spirit of God. It was, it was a peace. And everybody felt it. Everybody felt it. So I'm telling you, a good shepherd, a good shepherd will deal with you even though you don't want to be dealt with. Come on, somebody. Thank you. Come on, give the Lord a good clap offering. That's why Jesus says what he says to us sometimes. And, and the Bible even says that he, he, he rebuked, he, he rebuked the, the disciples. And the Bible says that many left them from that day forward. Because sometimes, I'm going to get to that scripture right now. Not only is he the good shepherd. Listen, let's go down to verse John chapter 11, verse 25. Jesus says here to her, excuse me, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even if he dies. Come on, somebody. He says, I am the resurrection. He says, I'm the God that resurrects you. I'm the God that brings back to life uh, things that have passed away in your life, uh, desires, hunger, passion, things that you thought you can never do again. He says, I'll resurrect it again. I can make you a great husband, a great father, a great mother, a great daughter. I'll resurrect in you what you thought that was dead. I'll bring back to life uh, your calling, uh, your passion. I'm the resurrecting God. I am the resurrection. That's who he is. 
I'll resurrect back that passion with you and your wife. Hey, I'll resurrect peace in you when you thought you couldn't have no more peace. He said, I'll, I'll resurrect it. He's the resurrecting God. Just like Paul, when we talked about on Thursday, how Paul, they had drug him out. Out of Antioch, they drug him out. They thought he was dead. And there he was. And the disciples came. And there Paul gets up. And, oh, he's alive. Yeah, because they thought he was dead. But the resurrecting God said, no, he ain't dead. He's alive. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. Don't you dare die in your misery. Don't you dare die in your depression. Don't you dare die in your weirdness. Rise up. Come on, somebody. Because the resurrecting God is here. He's here. He resurrects. What do you need to be resurrected? What do you need to be resurrected? Because he's, the resurrected God is here. The I am resurrection is here. The good word is here. The right path is here. The transitioner is here. The good leader is here. The resurrection God is here. Come on, somebody. He, he, he's here in this house. He's telling you, I'm giving you options. I'm giving you more options than you can imagine. Don't burn yourself. Look, look, look at John chapter 14. John chapter 14, verse 6, and this is why I didn't want to get too much in the good shepherd is this one. John chapter 14, verse 6 says this. Jesus replies, I am the way. I am the truth and the life. Wow. He's, he, he's straight out saying, I am the way. He's saying, I am the way. There's no other way. I am the way. Unless a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He's saying that is straight out, I am the way. He goes on, he says this, he says, and I'm going say the truth. See, the Bible says that the, the truth shall set you what? Free. He says, when I tell you the truth, and you begin to grab a hold of the truth, bondages begin to break off you. Come on, somebody. Bondages begin off you. Guilt begins to fall off. Condemnation begins to fall off. He says, truth sets you free. Truth brings a conviction, not guilt. Listen, listen carefully. The enemy wants you to feel all guilty so you can get all condemned. But when the truth comes, it should just cause you to be convicted. Cause you to repent. Are you with me? See, when you start feeling guilty, listen, I'm telling you, if you start feeling guilty, and you start feeling condemned, you hide and you run. But if you allow the conviction to take place, then the truth causes you to say, you know what? I'm going to repent. Repentance brings salvation. You see what I'm saying? Conviction brings repentance. Guilt brings shame and makes you hide. How many ever felt guilty and hid? I know I did. I wasn't always a pastor. Hallelujah. I wasn't always saved either. Thank you, Jesus. That mercy, Lord. <laughs> but I, I know how the enemy likes to work on us. And the truth is this. Jesus loves us. He cares. Come on, somebody. He says, I'm the way. I am the truth. I am the bread of life. I'm the right path. I am, listen again, I am the transitioner. He says, I didn't die for nothing. 
I didn't die on the cross and give my life up for you could get weird and say, I don't love you. No, 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 no. He said, I love you. The Bible says he's a good shepherd that he laid down his life for us. He said, I laid down my life for you. So don't you dare think that Jesus don't love us and he don't care. He loves you. Come on, tight neighbor, he loves you. Tight neighbor, he loves you. He goes on, he says these words. He says, I am the truth and the life. God said, I'll bring life. And that's what I love. That's what I love about Jesus. He's, he, he, he lays everything down. He goes for every little avenue of our lives. He'll give life. He'll give life, give you back years. He'll restore what the canker worm has destroyed. Come on, somebody. He'll, he'll give life to things you destroyed. How many times have we destroyed our, 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 our loved ones with words and actions and things we've done? He said, I'll restore back time. Come on, I'll turn back the time. And I, oh. I see it sometimes. I see it and say, wow, look at that. God's turning back the time. God's restoring time. God's doing it with that couple. God's doing it with that son. God's doing it with that daughter. God, come on. God, you, can see, you can see it. You can see he's bringing back life. He's bringing back, someone say life. He's bringing back life. Because why? Because he's the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father except through him. Wow. That's, that's intense. He's saying, I'm, I'm the advocate for you. Ain't no, way, ain't no one greater to speak up for you than Jesus. Yeah. Nobody greater to speak up for you than Jesus Christ. Saying, I died for him. He's in my word. He's accepted me. He walked through the door. He's, he's, he's been transitioned. He's been changed. He's been delivered. Uh, he understands that I am the way, the truth, the lie. Come on, somebody. He says, and he knows that the only way through heaven is through me. And, and he's, 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 we're good. But you'd be afraid when he can't speak up for you. Be afraid when Jesus cannot speak up for you. Because we are not functioning in who he is. <laughs> that was look at John chapter this 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 John chapter fifteen verse five. I'm gonna be closing with this one. John fifteen verse five says, "I am the vine; you are the branch." We talked about that for a whole month. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much what fruit. Because apart from me, you can accomplish what? Nothing. He's saying, man, when you are connected to me, I'm the one who's going to bring fruit. I'm going to cause you to be fruitful. Man, that, that's intense. He says, when you abide in me, I cause you to be fruitful. How many have ever seen, oh, like me, I, I, I just a certain tree, I, I drive by a certain place, I drive by and I see trees. My God, they're packed with fruit. Oranges, you go by the orange grove or orange, man, it, man, it's fruitful. It is fruitful. God saying, I can make your life like that, fruitful. Lucia, Lucia has a tree in her. I'm, I haven't seen her in a while, I haven't been there in a while, but she has a tree in her back house. And that tree, I mean, sometimes it's, it, the or it's packed with orange. I mean, it's just barbaric. <laughs> It's just, it's just, that tree is like packed with oranges, man. It's fruitful tree. Fruitful tree. I don't know what they feed it, carne, salad, tacos. I don't know what they feed the tree. But that thing is fruitful. 
God said, I'll, I'll make your life fruitful. I'm tired of being barren. See, see we, we, we come to Christianity, we plant ourselves, we start growing, we start having branches, and we're doing all great, but there's no fruit in us. We're no fruit. The Bible says that Jesus passed by, and he's seen a tree with no figs, and he cursed it. He said, something's wrong with this picture here. There's no fruit here. Something's wrong with this. Something is wrong with that picture. Don't continue in 2018 be a tree with no fruit. Come on, somebody. Refuse. 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 Stand with me this morning, church. There's so many things more that Jesus is. But I wanted you to give you this, to hold on to this. I have a new one for next Sunday. He's going to talk about things of who you are. But I need you to understand who Jesus is before you find out who you are. Because he's looking out for us, our best interest. He's looking out for our best interest for eternal life. And also earthly life he wants us not only to have an eternal home but while we're here on earth and we're just passing through that we can be testimonies of who he is and I believe this year that we need to let our light shine this year we need to allow ourselves to be the, what he's calling us to be you and I need to understand we need to walk into the fullness of who he is so we can walk in the fullness of who we are. Come on, somebody. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You've heard me say it before. There was a man who, who took a, a train from Asia all the way to America. Or boat, excuse me, all the way. And, and he would had his cheese and his crackers. He had bought the ticket and got on the train or... And he gets on the train and he's crossing over to where he's going and he goes and shows up to where all the foods are at and he looks in and they ask him, come on in, come on in. And he says, no, I'm okay. And he goes back and eats his crackers and cheese and the next day, the same thing and the last day he's got no more crackers, no more cookies and, and the guy tells him, hey, you want to come on in? He says, well, I don't, I, don't, I don't have money to come in. He says, no, 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 no. He says, when you bought the ticket... You can go anywhere on this place. The food was paid for. All your drinks were paid for. You have access to everything. And that's how it is sometimes. We give our life to Jesus and we don't access everything that who he is. So we miss out. Refuse to miss out this year on what you're meant to be. Refuse this year to have access to being limited. You have full access. You have full access. The veil has been ripped. You can enter into his presence anytime. You can enter and say, God, I, I need healing. I need restoration. I, I need strength. I need, oh God, I need you. I need the bread of life. I, I need it now. 
never hit by the react clue, just say, Pastor, you know, I, I've, I've never knocked on the door. I never entered the door. I've never gave my life to Jesus. And tonight, or this morning, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus today. If that's you, I want you to lift up your hand today. Just lift up your hand. If that's you, say, I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Or maybe you're here today, you're saying, Pastor, I've fallen away. I've drifted away. And I want to come back. I need to come back. If that's you, this morning, just lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Or maybe you're here today saying, I thank God I know who he is. Now that I know who he is, I know who I am. And I know that he loves me and he cares for me. You lifted up your hand and God spoke to you. I want you to come right now. I want you to come. I want you to come right now. I want you to come. Come to the altar. We're going to pray with you. Come, come, come. Come for salvation. Come for deliverance. Come for a freshness. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is your time. This is your time. This is your time. You've been hungry, he says. I'll take care of that hunger. You've been thirsty, I'll take care of that thirst. You've made wrong decisions, wrong paths. He says, don't worry about it. Let's get back on the right path. Let's go to the transition. Let's resurrect. Maybe you need some stuff resurrecting. You come now, come now, 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 now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, wash me with your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a great clap offering. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We, we are not done. We're going to pray with you as a prayer. Workers, help me. All the workers, help me. Just stay where you're at. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. 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 There is no.